It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, coming together. The yeas are 65. The nays are 33. Breaking overnight, the Senate passes the most expansive gun safety bill in decades. The bipartisan measure now expected to pass the House. This comes just hours after the Supreme Court rules in a landmark case to expand gun rights. We're live in Washington with the very latest. Plus, tight wedding, how skyrocketing prices are affecting I do's. We're cutting the fat, like boom, 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 and still, Within like two weeks, we two already weeks. like doubled our budget. Yeah. With inflation on the rise, how couples can cut costs from the cake to the music to the venue and make sure that special day does not break the bank. Today, Friday, June 24th, 2022. Starting off the summer from Pickering, Canada, Brisbane, Australia, Wesley Chapel, Florida, and Irvine, California. Let's go. It's Friday. That's what I mean. This is what Friday should look like. If you open the dictionary and you look, what does Friday look yeah. like? That. If they still had dictionaries, that's what it would look like. <laughs> Savannah's got her day off today. We are uh, we're joining you. Craig's joining us from the table. A lot of folks are going to be getting away for the July 4th holiday next week. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've got you covered, folks, every step of the way with our new Summer Holiday Helper Series. From avoiding chaos at the airports to coping with those gas prices and some other money-saving ideas, Vicki Wynn is going to have everything we need to know throughout the week. We're going to do that next week here on Today. Yeah, get your pens and papers out so we'll take notes there. Let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock. The Senate overnight passed the nation's most sweeping gun bill in nearly 30 years. It has bipartisan approval. It happened just hours, though, after a landmark Supreme Court decision to expand gun rights. So let's suss all that out. Uh, Chief White House correspondent and Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander has the very latest. Hey, Peter. Hey, Hoda, good morning to you. So the House is going to take up that gun safety bill later this morning with a vote expected this afternoon that would send it to President Biden's desk to be signed into law. Here's how this went down. Overnight, 15 Republican senators joined every Senate Democrat in passing it. And the bill beefs up background checks for the youngest gun buyers, those between 18 and 21. It also incentivizes states to implement red flag laws and closes what they call the boyfriend loophole. That would bar dating partners, romantic partners convicted of domestic abuse from buying firearms. Just hours earlier in a 6-3 to three decision, the Supreme Court strengthened the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. They struck down a New York state law ruling that the Constitution provides the right to carry a concealed gun outside the home. States can still ban guns in sensitive places, schools, and churches, but that protection, the court said, does not extend to all places where people gather. The president called that ruling disappointing. Hoda. All right, Peter Alexander for us here at the White House. Peter, thank you. Also in Washington, the January 6th committee wrapped up its first series of hearings yesterday. They presented new evidence of what they say was a behind-the-scenes effort by then-President Trump to force the Justice Department to help him overturn the 2020 election. Former DOJ officials testified that when they refused to announce investigations of the non-existent voter fraud claims, Trump sought to replace the department's acting head. They say he backed down when DOJ 
leadership threatened to resign in mass. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is speaking out this morning about the American firefighters, uh, American fighters missing in Ukraine, saying they're working to find them. NBC's chief foreign correspondent Richard Engel sat down with the president this morning as part of a discussion for the Aspen Ideas Festival. And Richard joins us now from Kiev. Hey, Richard, good morning. Good morning. We're going to be hearing a lot more about that discussion, uh, which was done in coordination with Aspen Ideas. But we had uh, some news that we wanted to get out immediately. So I asked the president, uh, was in his office here in Kiev, what he is doing, if anything, to help the uh, Americans, these two Americans who actually answered President Zelensky's call to volunteer and come to this country to fight for Ukraine's democracy. If you remember, uh, my colleague Keir Simmons interviewed the uh, Vladimir Putin's spokesman. And in that interview, uh, he said that the Kremlin could not guarantee that these two Americans who were captured by Russia would not face the death penalty. And the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian president said that uh, he's doing everything he can, that he is treating them with uh, as a high priority, that their efforts to secure uh, the release of Ukrainians, uh, that he is confident that they will be reunited with their families, uh, that they will, that this story will have a good end, and that he believes Russia is using these two Americans and, 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 and other foreign nationals, including UK nationals, in order to pressure those countries, pressure the United States, pressure the United Kingdom to speak directly to Moscow. All right, Richard, uh, thank you so much. You can see more of that interview today on NBC News Now, MSNBC, and tonight on NBC Nightly News. We should all mention that, also mention that NBC uh, Universal News Group is a media partner for the Aspen Ideas Festival. Uh, up next. The couple's getting pretty creative. They're trying to throw the wedding of their dreams. Hey, guys, good morning. It's a record year for weddings. An estimated two and a half million couples are expected to tie the knot this year amidst sky-high inflation. I'm Vicki Wynn. Coming up, some ways that couples can have their cake and eat it, too. That's next on Today. Hey, guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back. June, of course, one of the most popular months of the year to get married. And of course, every couple knows that wedding expenses add up in a mm -hmm. hurry. Yes, they do. And given skyrocketing prices and inflation, those financial challenges are even greater right now. But you know who comes to the rescue? NBC's Vicki <laughs> Winchie discovered couples don't need to let that spoil their big day. Hey, Vicki. Good morning. After two years of postponements due to COVID, experts call 2022 the year of the wedding. A crush of couples heading to the altar only to find out love actually does cost a thing and it's a premium. Inflated prices and vendor shortages prompting brides and grooms-to-be to plan ahead and to unveil creative ways to save on their big day. For those planning a wedding, this can sound more like this. Especially in 2022, when an estimated 2.5 million couples will tie the knot during sky-high inflation. 70% of couples already report spending more on their big day than originally planned. We're cutting the fat, like boom, boom, boom. And still, within like two weeks, we two already weeks, like doubled, doubled our budget. Yeah. Lynn Hazan and Tony Bush will say I do in July after saying I don't to some of the usual wedding costs. Instead of an expensive venue, Lynn and Tony will exchange vows on their building's rooftop without a bridal party and just 60 to 70 guests. Every time somebody says we can't come, like, I'm kind of like, okay, so sad you're not coming, but okay. Also crossed off their list, a full-time wedding planner, a cake, and fancy flowers. I don't remember my friend's weddings and going, they had great floral arrangements. What's important is what comes after. It's the honeymoon, it's buying a home. No matter how you slice it, planning a wedding is rarely a piece of cake. And with prices soaring for just about everything, it's giving a lot of folks a run for their money, including vendors. Butter, fondant, chocolate, really everything, cocoa butter, they've all gone up. While supply chain shortages have forced some vendors to increase their prices, cake artist Gray Pack says she's eating some of the extra costs. You are actually absorbing some of the costs and not passing them on to your couples. Why is that? Correct. Uh, well, Ingredients is actually a small percentage of the price. A lot of wedding vendors like musicians, photographers, cake artists, you're paying for their time and skill. Two ingredients that result in these masterpieces. Some cakes taking her up to 50 hours to complete. What are some things couples can do to save money? So some things that couples can do to save money in wedding cakes is actually looking at faux tears. It's actually styrofoam inside, but real on the outside. So none of your guests will know. Gray says faux cakes like this NBC Peacock-inspired creation made at our request can cost around 20% less than real ones. Other ways to save, order a sheet cake for guests. Decorate with fresh flowers instead of sugar. Think of a crazy number, and then it's going to be three times that crazy number. Jeremy Levy and Lauren Kammerling will walk down the aisle in October saying they can have their cake. Classic vanilla cake and rich chocolate cake. And eat it too. Oh my God, they're so good. <laughs> By eliminating wedding favors and selecting a lesser known venue, even if, like their own love story, it isn't love at first sight. Often the venue is the most expensive part of the wedding. Right. Mm -hmm. What did you yeah. do? So when we saw our venue, they had only, they had just started doing weddings. It was a brand new space and they were renovating it. It looked like, like a carpentry <laughs> site. It was just it was like, like <laughs> a dude in a hard hat, like cutting wood and like, like waving to us. 
According to Zola, an online wedding planner, other cost-cutting trends, weekday weddings at any time of the day. Now we're even seeing some brunch or breakfast weddings. It doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't have to be at night. It just has to be with the people who love you the most and who feel great. And, you know, maybe you're just serving a bacon, egg, and cheese. I would go there for sure. NBC News' parent company Comcast invests in Zola. That is where experts say couples can also send digital save-the-date cards and invitations to save money. And brides and grooms-to-be can now add cash funds to their online registries. That is an option for guests who want to help cover wedding expenses like the photographer, for instance, instead of buying a physical gift. By the way, Zoom weddings, those are still a thing with the new technology allowing couples to live stream their big day and include guests who can't travel. And after all these years of Zooming, we're used to it. Guys, back sure. to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you. the weekday wedding is an interesting concept. Yeah. I mean, a weekday morning wedding. Well, breakfast sounds interesting. It changes yeah. it up from what you're used to. Yeah, if you want to if you want to keep it tight, if you want a small little wedding, maybe you just tell them everyone, it's on a Wednesday right. and right. it's for breakfast. Yeah. Who can make it? Yeah. You did some creative things to yeah. save a few bucks. Uh, we also didn't have a cake. I think it was more because we didn't really like cake and we <laughs> like apple crisp instead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did that. We didn't serve champagne because everybody's drinking their drink anyway. Right. Um, yeah, I Figure mean, out ways. Just little ways to well, save Well, I like the faux cake thing, too, because it's like you're, you only eat the bottom layer That's anyway. True. The rest right. of it just looks pretty. She's just smart. And by the way, I, I did want to try that cake. It looked yeah. real good. Especially yeah. the peacock cake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's too pretty the, to cut into. How's yeah. the weekend looking? Uh, it's looking good for a lot of folks, uh, especially mm -hmm. if you want to head to the beach. You'll need to because it is going to be hot down along the Gulf Coast, along the East Coast as well. The warmer temperatures, the 90s, uh, actually moving into the Northeast this weekend. We do have some scattered showers and storms expected, though, across the Northern Plains. Some of those could be severe today. Also, the upper Midwest could see some of those stronger storms. But look at all the 90s, the 100s. The feels like temperatures will be up around 110 degrees down through Texas, Louisiana, down into Florida, too. And again, because it's so humid, some of those downpours could really uh, produce a lot of rain in a short period of time. So that could lead to some flooding as well. We also have that monsoonal moisture out in the southwest. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, Carson is still on voice duty. Mm -hmm. Joe Fries. Hello. Hello. I've got a voice, so I'm going to do pop start this morning. All right. First up, Taylor Swift. Overnight, the Grammy winner dropped a new single. It's called Carolina. It's from the soundtrack of the upcoming movie where the crawdads sing based on Delia Owen's best-selling book, of which Taylor is a huge fan. The dark drama is slated to hit theaters next month. Opening up about the meaning of the lyrics, Swift shared on Instagram that the song tells the story of a girl on the outside looking in. Back oh in March, Taylor said she wanted it to be haunting. I was just going to say, yeah. it's ethereal. I almost said it was haunting and ethereal. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's haunting, I would have given you. I yeah, don't know about ethereal. ethereal. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to look that one up. Uh, but wow, I think, it, you, but you get chills. Like, you yeah. feel that. It's yeah. chemical, it goes that back one. to her country roots a little. A little bit. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. You like it? I don't think Taylor ever gets the yeah. credit she deserves yeah. for being a, a masterful song. Yeah. She's yeah. such a great songwriter. Yeah. You've, heard, such a great writer. you've heard of Song of the Summer. This is like the song of Halloween or something. I know it's got that sort of little bit of a vibe. All right, next up, Carson. As we mentioned, he's off shooting The Voice this week, and while he's away with his other NBC family, Mr. Daly celebrated his oh. 49th birthday oh. last night. Carson shared a series of snaps from the set alongside with coaches Gwen Stefani, Camila Cabello, John Legend, and of course Blake Shelton, who just celebrated a birthday of his own on Saturday. There was cake, there was champagne, <laughs> and something something blue in that plastic shot glass. I'm not yeah. sure what. Siri even oh. got to fly out to surprise Carson 
with a visage. Oh, how cool. I, yeah, love, the, I love the hat that Carson's rocking. That's, yeah. that's become one of his favorite hats. Yeah. Can yeah. we pull it back up? Do yeah. we have the ability to pull up uh, Carson's? Okay, uh, I'm going to pull it what back What does that say on it? He started wearing it about, about two weeks ago in the studio. I was like, Carson, that's, that's, that's not What true. does it say? The, the hat says, I hate people. Oh, it's, oh. It's, by the way, one of those Instagram ads that yeah. he couldn't resist. By the way, yeah. but that's the total opposite of Carson. I know. Yeah. I know. He loves people. Oh, and we love Carson. Yeah. Can't wait All for right. him to come back. All right. Finally, Sunday today for the latest Sunday sit down, our buddy Willie Geist had the chance to catch up with actor and filmmaker John Favreau. He's got a new series out on Apple TV Plus. It's called Prehistoric so Planet. Great. Good. You're excited. All right. Aside from making dinosaurs come to life on the small screen, remember John's responsible for creating Disney's The Mandalorian, and with it, the series breakout star. The one and only Baby Yoda. Did you have any idea what you were creating when you came up with Baby Yoda? How Baby big Yoda, it was going to yeah. be? <laughs> no, I, I knew. I was like, because it wasn't like I said, hey, let me make a show about Baby Yoda. It was like, okay, here's the bounty hunter. He only knows that it's 50 years old. And like, that could be really cool if the big reveal is he thinks he's going after a 50 year old and it's a baby. And so that all came just from basically thinking about what's the most fun choice to make here. Like he thinks it's <laughs> hilarious. The way his brain works. It's, I know. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you can catch their full conversation this weekend on Sunday today. Next up, the third hour of today.